So thankful to be with you once again for this episode of the program Watch Therefore. And here's a question. Do you see the Bible leaping off the pages all around you today? Today, we're going to see just that. Oh, hallelujah. First, a word of prayer. Oh, Holy Father in heaven, in our Savior Jesus' name, thank you for this special time we have. Thank you for every viewer who's watching. Please bless them tremendously. We thank you, Father, in our Savior Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So we're continuing on in this study from our home fellowship that we believe, Lord willing, is going to develop into our new church plant, which I'll share more about with you in just a little bit in the program. We're going through some of the Psalms, and now I'd like to look at Psalm chapter 2 with you. Why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bonds in pieces and cast away their cords from us. Let me first share a little bit about verse 2. And when we see the, the words L-O-R-D, Lord, capped like this, it's translated from the Hebrew letters yud heh vav heh, where we get the, the English translation Yahweh or Yehovah or Jehovah. Against Jehovah and against his anointed, that Hebrew word is Mashiach, where we get the English word Messiah. In the Greek New Testament, uh, it would be Christos and the English word Christ. Against the Lord, against Jehovah and his Messiah. Yes? Now, this passage was partially fulfilled in Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 3 here. And when the Jewish apostles, they were preaching this resurrected Savior Jesus in Jerusalem, and the Pharisees were giving them a hard time and persecuting them, and that's where we pick up, and in a moment we're going to see the partial fulfillment of this Psalm 2 passage I read a moment ago. And being let go, they went to their own companions and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. So when they heard that, they raised their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, you are God who made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them, who by the mouth of your servant David have said, why did the nations rage and the people plot vain things? The kings of the earth took their stand and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For truly against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, were gathered together to do whatever your hand and your purpose determined before to be done. Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of of your holy servant, Jesus. I also just want to add that that word, Mashiach, Messiah, Christos, Christ, anointed one, it, it pertains to the one our Father in heaven has chosen to send with heavenly authority to accomplish his plans and purposes. And so we see this partial fulfillment 
spoken of here in Acts chapter 2. Yet the final fulfillment is taking place right in front of our eyes in this prophetic generation, in our world today like never before. And most Christians, churches, and pastors are sleeping through it. And what they're doing, instead of understanding what Bible prophecy says and preaching the urgent relevance of these things, they're looking for ways to make the church relevant with maybe skinny jeans and pop music and modern things that they can do to attach to the church to try to make it relevant. Oh, it's foolishness. The, uh, one pastor called it Madison Avenue Marketing, trying to make the church relevant. It's foolishness. The Word of God is leaping, leaping off the pages today and is more relevant to our generation than any other. Nothing is more relevant than the prophetic Word of God leaping off the pages. Now stay with me here. Psalm 2, uh, verses 4 through 6. He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord, Jehovah, shall hold them in derision. Then he shall speak to them in his wrath and distress them in his deep displeasure. Yet I have set my king on my holy hill of Zion. Here we see Yahweh Father speaking of the anointed Messiah Jesus. And his great wrath will be poured out in the seven-year tribulation that is on the doorstep of this generation. And then King Jesus, the son of David, will sit on David's throne in Jerusalem. You see, the birth pangs that we're in right now that I teach about frequently on this program, the fig tree, Israel, and Bible prophecy, we are in the fig tree generation, and the days of Noah and Lot that we're in today show us this time of wrath Spoken of, in, spoken of in Psalm 2 is coming upon this generation. Then, having been raptured, we will then return from heaven with our Savior, King Jesus, as he sits on his and Abba Father's holy hill in Zion, in Jerusalem. All of the mountains will be flattened through the tribulation. Yes, and Mount Zion will be raised up to be the highest mountain on earth. Look with me at Isaiah chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. The word that Isaiah the son of Amos saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. Now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow to it. Many people shall come and say, come and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways and we shall walk in his paths for out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations and rebuke many people. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. You know what this makes me want to do? Makes me want to watch therefore.
and be ready. I want to take a moment to say thank you to those who prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore Ministries. Without you, we could not do this exciting and effective and timely kingdom work. The Lord certainly has raised you up for such a time as this. And again, thank you. In Matthew 24, our great Savior Jesus speaks of a faithful, wise, and blessed servant who's watching for the master to come and doing what the master commanded. My aim for this television ministry and all of our ministries is to make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who will hear him say to them, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And one of the ways we walk that out is through Romans 1.16, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first and then to the nations. To the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan and myself. We're working through our Israeli believing partners who are getting out the gospel, making disciples of Messiah Yeshua, planting believing congregations, helping to save babies from abortion, and also helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua and much more. And then to the nations through our ministry, Poured Out for the Nations, where we're serving in African countries. I personally have served in 10 African countries and in India through one of our believing partners and also in America and through this Watch Therefore telecast all over the world. And one of the ways you can keep up with what's going on in this ministry is through our monthly Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletters. I write about things that will help us to watch therefore and be ready, and also news and updates about what's going on here in Israel through our partners and in the nations. Oh, it's an exciting way also to keep up with what you can be praying for, for our prayer partners and what you're giving into for those who sow financially into this ministry. And I wanna talk about that for a moment. And as I talk about financial giving, first I wanna say, as always, if you haven't yet believed in our great savior, Jesus, Please don't send any money into this ministry. It's simply our desire that you would be our guest watching the program today and that you would receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And for those who would like to lay up their treasures in heaven, who understand principles of giving and sowing into the kingdom of God, if this is a place the Lord's called you to do so, there's three primary platforms through which you can give. Our Watch Therefore television ministry, blessing Israeli believers, and poured out for the nations. And you can do so through our website, watchtherefore.tv, and also through the post, through snail mail, at our P.O. Box by check. And what a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven. Having said all these things, remember today more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. Our King and Savior Jesus is coming for us any moment. I would like to share a testimony with you. I was living by the Sea of Galilee, a picture-perfect place to live and record our television program, yet I believe the Lord put a burden on my heart to plant a Watch Therefore Church here in America. Little did I know, he was about to call my family and our ministry back to Texas, where we are now, and there's a handful of us that have begun to meet and pray toward planting a Watch Therefore church plant in January 23 here in Pearland, Texas, just 
south of Houston. There's just a handful of us and there's so much to do and the expenses are just kind of overwhelming. So what I'm doing is sharing this with you and this church, the vision is to make disciples who are like the faithful, wise and blessed servant who's watching for the master to come in the clouds in the rapture and doing what the master commanded. We want to make faithful, wise, blessed servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who are watching and ready. Pray, ask the Lord if he would have you to in any way in prayer, even financially, come alongside us to help us plant maybe just this first of more Watch Therefore Church plants. God bless you, watch therefore, and be ready. Welcome back to this episode of the program, Watch Therefore. We've been looking at Psalm chapter 2, and we saw a partial fulfillment of Psalm 2 in the book of Acts, and we're living through the final fulfillment of it right now. We're watching it unfold. Let's do some review reading and then go on, and I think you'll see exactly what I'm saying. Why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against Jehovah, the Lord, and against his anointed, his Mashiach, his Messiah, his Christ, saying, let us break their bonds in pieces and cast away their cords from us. So where it says, let us break their bonds in pieces and cast their cords away from us, I just want to share with you, there are terms that we have that are not uncommon terms that help us understand this. You've heard the terms of the cords that bind us or bonds of love or cords of love that binds us. Well, see, that's what God wants to have. The, the creator of the universe, the, our Father in heaven, His only begotten Son, the Lord Jesus, and the Holy Spirit want to have these attaching cords, these bonds of love and commitment. In through, and we see this in covenant, right? And we come into covenant with the Lord through the shed blood of the Lamb, Messiah, Jesus. And these bonds of love, these, these uh, cords of love are attached to us from heaven, right? Well, what is, is going on here is the wicked, it's speaking of here, want nothing to do with God. They want to break those cords and any attachment or any um, uh, lordship that the creator of the universe would demand upon his creation. We want to break that off of us. We don't want that. We don't want you, God. Do you see? That's what's going on here. And with regard to the nations raging and, and the kings of the earth setting themselves together uh, against the Lord, and we saw also the next verse, which we'll see in a moment, how um, the Lord has made the decree regarding the, the begotten Son of God, Jesus, and that this holy hill of Zion in Jerusalem is where his king will sit. And we'll see that again in a moment, but I wanted to mention it because for decades, as the Lord has been bringing Jews back to Israel from the nations according to his prophetic word, the United Nations, the United States, Russia, and the EU, the European Union, have been raging against the Lord, telling him, he can't bring those Jews back and give them Jerusalem. No, no, no. The nations have been rallying behind the lie of Palestine. 
to give that holy mountain where King Jesus will sit. Actually, the mountains will be flattened. And we saw earlier from Isaiah 2, the Lord will raise up Mount Zion to be the tallest mountain in the earth. And that's where he'll build his glorious new temple that you see in Ezekiel 40 through 45-ish, 46 there. Yeah. And, and, and so uh, they have rallied behind the lie of Palestine to give that holy mountain Mount Zion. It's Mount Moriah right now, but that whole area will be comprised of Mount Zion when the Lord returns. Yes? To give that mountain, that temple mount, to a false god and the followers of that false god named Allah. Yes? They're, they've been naming regions, towns, and villages, and villages in Israel Muslim names. There's mosques all across Israel at all hours of the day and morning and night bellowing, belching out these horrible chants to Allah. And, and there's ongoing terrorism that has been going on there for so many decades, murdering Jewish men, women, and children. And, and across the United States and around the world, you know, on major college campuses, they're protesting and shouting, Palestine, Palestine, from the river to the sea. What does that mean? That means they're going to kill the Jews between the Jordan River and the Mediterranean and take all of Israel for themselves, calling it Palestine. Yes, what sits on that Temple Mount in Jerusalem right now? There's a couple uh, blasphemous buildings. One is called the Dome of the Rock, and uh, that's exactly the place where Abraham sacrificed Isaac. It's a holy place being profaned by that false religion, and that building has on it in Arabic uh, words that say, Allah is our God and Allah has no sons. But guess who's going to sit on his holy throne in that area, on that temple mount? the new Temple Mount raised up to be the tallest mountain in the world, the only begotten Son, our Savior Jesus. And right across from that Dome of the Rock, I've stood up there. I've been there where these buildings are. Maybe some of you have too as you've gone on towards to Israel. And there's the Al-Aqsa Mosque. Yes, what blasphemy. What shaking of fist in God's face. So, as I mentioned a moment ago, look at this heavenly decree that Abba Father promised Messiah Jesus. Yet I have set my king on my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree. The Lord has said to me, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. That Messiah Jesus is the begotten son of God, speaks of his divine and human nature. So he's God the son, the only begotten son of God who is this sinless man, the God-man, Jesus Christ. And it also speaks of the resurrection. Let's look at a few verses that show us that. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And then John 1, 18, No one has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, who is in the bosom of the Father, he has declared him. Then Acts 13. God has fulfilled this for us, their children, and that he has raised up Jesus 
as it is also written in the second Psalm, you are my son, today I have begotten you. Now we'll continue uh, looking at Psalm 2. I will declare the decree, the Lord has said to me, you are my son, today I have begotten you. Ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron. You shall dash them to pieces like a potter's vessel. And we see this same concept of the Lord ruling over the nations with a rod of iron uh, in Revelation chapter 2 as the Lord is speaking to one of the churches there in uh, Revelation. But hold fast what you have till I come, and he who overcomes and keeps my works until the end, to him will I give, I will give power over the nations. He shall rule them with a rod of iron. They shall be dashed to pieces like the potter's vessels, as I also have received from my Father. Oh, hallelujah. We see this only begotten Son of God, the Son of David, Messiah Jesus, sitting on the throne of David, during the thousand-year millennial reign. That's what this speaks of here. Now, Psalm chapter 2. Now, therefore, be wise, O kings. Be instructed, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry, and you perish in the way when his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all those who put their trust in him. This warning that he gives in Psalm chapter 2, this Psalm of David, remember David is a type of Christ, Jesus, and Jesus the Lord is the son of David from the David covenant. Remember uh, uh, blind Bartimaeus, who wasn't so blind after he cried out, Jesus, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Bartimaeus understood that Jesus is the son of David of the David covenant who will come and build a glorious new temple for the name of Jehovah and he will sit on David's throne and his kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he says, kiss the son. This is a, a way of saying show reverence and honor to the son, the son of God, Messiah. Now, uh, I want to mention briefly that modern day Judaism says that the Messiah is not the Son of God, but ancient Judaism, biblical Judaism, ancient Judaism did expect and know that the Messiah, the Mashiach, would also be the only begotten Son of God. Oh, hallelujah. So the Lord puts before all who are on the earth, from the least to the greatest, He puts before them and us life and death. And we can say it this way. We see in his scriptures, he pleads with mankind, choose life. Choose life. Choose life. Trust our anytime soon coming Savior, Jesus the Lord. Blessed are all those. Do you want to be blessed? Blessed are all those who put their trust in him. Have you trusted in him to save you from your sins and to give you eternal life? We've all sinned against God. We've all broken his laws. But our Holy Father in heaven sent his holy, only begotten Son to live a sinless life. And when those nails went through his hands and his feet, his innocent blood was spilling down that cross to pay for every time you and I have lied, cursed God's name, stolen, lusted, blasphemed, and so much more. He was buried 
and hallelujah, on the third day he rose from the grave. And, and he's getting ready to return. But until then, his Holy Spirit has been poured out and poured out in believers in Messiah Jesus like me who are proclaiming to you and even pleading with you if you haven't yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Repent, change your mind about your sins and begin to turn to them and believe in the gospel. What I just shared with you that Jesus the Lord died on the cross for your sins. He was buried on the third day, rose again. And his word says, "Call whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Call upon his name. Oh, Jesus, Lord, save me. I'm a sinner. I want to turn from my sins and follow you. Now, now listen, if you're doing that now, there's a brochure we would like to send you called How to Begin Your New Life in Christ. And there's information at the bottom of your screen. And if you'll contact us, we'll send you that brochure. Just last week, we sent one out. We Every now and then, people call in, they get saved. And, and we send out a brochure. We'd like to send one to you. Or maybe you have a loved one who has just received Messiah Jesus or a friend or a co-worker who's recently been saved. This will help them tremendously to get started on the right part, on the right path, that narrow path that leads to life. Yes. And for all who are watching, oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, please tremendously bless all of our viewers today. And may the words from your word that we have heard today Help us to watch, therefore, and be ready. Oh, thank you, Holy Father, in our soon coming, any time uh, in the clouds coming for us, King Messiah Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Watch, therefore, and be ready. The rapture is the next big event on the Lord's prophetic calendar. It will be the greatest thing that could ever take place in the life of a disciple of Messiah Jesus. Despite this clear event in Scripture, there exists much confusion and heated debate around the rapture. These questions and more are answered in my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. What is it? Is it in the Bible? Why is there so much confusion about this topic? Why do fewer church leaders teach about the rapture today? Why has it become increasingly unpopular? Since there are different views and positions, can we know the truth about the rapture? Why is the rapture important to the Lord's disciples? The events found in the gospel truth about the rapture are leaping off its pages. Like never before, these scriptural truths pertain directly to the disciples of the Lord in this generation. If you would like your life to become dramatically more dynamic and hopeful, read and implement the gospel truth about the rapture. And with a tax-deductible gift of any amount to say thank you, we will send a copy of my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. Be sure to write Rapture Book in the check memo section or online giving notes. And be sure to watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, 
are watching for King Jesus to return. Watch therefore and be ready. Lord will go forth to take back and re-